in the arenas of sacrifice. Tava your amalam without any spot of material contamination. Yasaha reputation. Gitva singing. Saparyam respectful position. Mahatim great. Labha Mahe Labhamaya We achieved Yaha He Who Tam That Respectful Position Anaishet Brought Under Vasam His Control Esaha This Durjanha Crooked Person Dvishtya by great fortune. Hataha killed. Te by you. Bhagwan, O Lord. Yatha exactly like. Amayaha a disease. Translation. There is no purport to this. So, translation by His Divine Grace Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami. La Prabhupada ki jai. The inhabitants of Vaitalika Loka said, Dear Lord, because of chanting your spotless glories in great assemblies and arenas of sacrifice, we were accustomed to great respect from everyone. This demon, however, spurred that position. Now to our great fortune, you have killed this great demon exactly as one cures a chronic disease. So what is happening in this section right now? Yeah, so in this is the chapter where Hiranakashipu has already died. So Lord has appeared as Narshimadeva and killed Hiranakashipu and all now all the demigods who were present there who are hiding, they've come out and offering their prayers. They made sure Hiranakashipu is dead, so they don't have any fear and now they have come out and offering their prayers to Hiranakashipu. Sorry, to Narshimadev. Okay, 55. Shri Kinnara Uchu Vayam Isha Kinnara Ganas Tavanugha Diti Jena Vishitam Amu Nukha Ritaha Bhavata Hare Sa Vrajino Avas Saditoho Narshimha Natha Vibhavaha No Bhava. The Kinnara said, O Supreme Controller, we are ever-existing servants of your Lordship, but instead of rendering service to you, we were engaged by this demon in his service constantly and without remuneration. This sinful man has now been killed by you. Therefore, O Lord Narshimadev, O our Master, we offer our respectful obeisances unto you. Please continue to be our patron. 56. Last verse for this chapter. Shri Vishnu Parshada Uchu Adhyaitad Dhari Nara Rupam Nara Rupam Adbutam Te Drishtam Naha Saranada Sarvaloka Sarmaha So I am Te Vidhikara Isha Vipras Saptahas 
तस्म निधान अनुग्रहाय विद्मा The associates of Lord Vishnu in Vaikuntha offered this prayer O Lord our supreme giver of shelter today we have seen your wonderful form as as Lord Narasimha Dev meant for the good fortune of all the world O Lord we can understand that Hiranyakashipu was the same jaya who engaged in your service but was cursed by brahmanas and who thus received the body of the demon we understand that this having been having now been killed in your special is your special mercy upon him okay please repeat the translation for 54 the inhabitants of vaitalika loka said dear lord because of your chanting sorry because of chanting your spotless glories in great assemblies and arenas of sacrifice we were accustomed to great respect from everyone these demon however spurred that position now to our great fortune you have killed this great demon exactly as one cures a chronic disease purport to this section 54 55 and 56 la prabhupada is mentioning hirna kashipu's coming to this earth and acting as the lord's enemy was prearranged jay and vijay were cursed by the brahmanas sanaka sanat kumar sanandana and sanatana because jay and vijay checked this four kumaras the lord accepted this cursing of his servants and agreed that they would have to go to the material world and would then return to vaikuntha after serving the term of the curse jain vijay were very much perturbed but the lord advised them to act as enemies for then they would return after three births otherwise ordinarily they would have to take seven births with this authority jay and vijay acted as the lord's enemies and now that these two were dead all the vishnu dutas understood that the lord's killing of hiranyakashipu was special mercy bestowed upon them thus end of bhakti vedanta purport of the 7th canto 8th chapter of shrimad bhagavatam entitled lord narsimhadev slays the king of the demons ओम ज्ञानाजनाशयाजनाशयाचक्षुरुन्मीतमेनतस्मयश्रीगुरवे साधवैतम सवदूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपदसगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधु दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरंगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरी प्रिय वाचकलपतरो वेश कृपा सिंधुभ पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम 
जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा ओके सो हियर वी अंडरस्टैंड दैट ऑल द रेजिडेंस ऑफ द हेवनली प्लैनेट्स एंड अपर प्लैनेटरी सिस्टम्स सो लॉर्ड ब्रह्मा लॉर्ड शिवा लॉर्ड इंदिरा रेजिडेंस ऑफ सिद्ध लोका रेजिडेंस ऑफ किन किम पुरुषास एंड हियर वैतालिका लोका स्किन्नरास एंड इवन द रेजिडेंस ऑफ वैकुंठा आर ऑफरिंग prayers in this last verse residents of vaikuntha are offering prayers and they could understand that this hiranakshan hiranakashipu are non different than the eternal associates of the lord jayan vijay so they are saying that we understand that this having now they having now been killed or he having now been killed is your special mercy upon him and so whenever lord does something it is only for the good of a living entity so anyone knows where this pastime begins of where does first hiranaksha and hiranakashipu or jain vijay appear any idea yeah in bhagavatam canto 1 canto 1 sorry third canto yeah yeah so in the third canto uh actually uh there is a pastime of kashyapa third canto is interesting because it gives a exemplary uh there is an example of two grahastha couples one is kashyapa and diti and the other is kardama and Dehuti. So these two exemplary couples are explained of what a grahastha should do and what a grahastha should not do, what a married person should do and shouldn't do. Hmm. So what which couple exemplifies what he should do? Kardama and Dehuti exemplify what a grahastha couple, a married couple should do, how they should behave, hmm. and Kashyapa and Diti explain how one should not behave. So when there is a union diti wanted to have union with kashyapa muni kashyapa is a very powerful sage actually all the different uh, species that we see is the progenition of kashyapa is a very uh, he is a great prajapa, uh, prajapati and so many of the species which are emanating is from kashyapa muni so kashyapa muni and diti wanted to have a union with kashyapa muni because she did not have any children so at that moment kashyapa muni refrains her saying that Uh, this is not appropriate time it is a sandhya time it is a prayer time lord shiva is going around with his uh, uh, ghost and goblins so this is not an auspicious time to have union and this is another important uh, point which comes in this section is when you have proper garbhadan samskara performed you will have pious children and when you don't have garbhadan samskara performed then there will be no progeny the pious progeny won't be there so you will have varna sankaras so kashyapa muni warns diti of uh, inauspicious time but then diti insists and then kashyapa muni gives in 
to that desire of Diti and then they have a union. At that moment they see everything becomes dark and inauspicious omens see. So even the demigods become afraid of what is going on here. And then Kashyapumini predicts that you will have children who will be demoniac. Two children will be born who will be demoniac. But the good fortune of those children will be they will be killed by the Lord himself. And the grandson will be a pure devotee. That was a benediction given because Diti was repenting and then the benediction was given. But the grandson will be pure devotee. Who is the grandson? Prahlad Maharaj whom we are hearing about right now in this section. Hmm? So this was the section. But that moment when everything becomes dark, hmm, every, all the demigods become afraid. What is going on here? So at that moment, Lord Brahma instructs uh, the demigods, don't worry, even though these children are demoniac, but they are the eternal residents of Vaikuntha, and they are none other than Jaya and Vijaya. So that is where the pastime begins actually. Hmm? So Lord Brahma is telling this pastime to the demigods, saying that there, there were residents of Vaikuntha, Jaya and Vijaya, doorkeeper. Haribo, you both need to separate. One of you come this side. Okay, so Chetan Mahadev, come here. I need I need to answer a few of my questions because I keep forgetting things. So you can answer me. Yeah, here carefully. I'll ask question. Hmm? So uh, where was I? <laughs> Sorry. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so this uh, Jayan Vijay, who were the residents of Vaikuntha. Uh, so, uh, Lord Brahma is uh, telling this pastime to the demigods that when the four Kumaras wanted to enter the Vaikuntha, these four Kumaras were looking like five-year-old boys. They were not having any clothes on. Uh, they're just walking like children, like if some five-year-old boy without clothes wants to walk into the altar, what will we do? Stop them. You can't just walk into the altar. You're not qualified. You don't even have proper attire. So you can't just walk. So same, the Jai Vijay, the gatekeepers, the doorkeepers of Vaikuntha, they stopped them. This is not a way to enter Vaikuntha. You need to be properly dressed. And the four Kumaras who are just in the boy body, but they were highly qualified sages, they became angry and they cursed Jain Vijay. You don't even have appropriate etiquette to behave, to know who is qualified and who is unqualified. You are living in dualities. You are differentiating even though you are uh, the residents of Vaikuntha, but you still have dualities in, within your heart. So this is not appropriate. So we curse you that you are fit to become resident of mortal world. So you go back to the material world. At that moment, the Lord appears and Lord takes the uh, curse upon himself. He says, it's my mistake because my associates have created. So whenever they go, I will also accompany them. So actually this is all uh, the desire of the Lord. Without the desire of the Lord, the four Kumaras would have not cursed, wouldn't have got angry. And even the uh, Jaya Vijay wouldn't have behaved in that way. So it was all the desire of the Lord. Because the Lord wanted to have a Shivalra Rasa. Or the Rasa of 
fighting which is not possible if lord comes to the material world there is no one who can give him a good fight so he needs his own associates who are as powerful as the lord hmm, to give him a good fight so whenever lord wants to enjoy this rasa of chivalry he sends his own associate parshadai as it is mentioned here hmm, the vishnu parshadas so he sends his own parshadas hmm, to the material world and then he can have a in the spiritual world he cannot have a good fight because even though he will tell the residents they will not fight unless it is in golok vrindavan hmm. so in golok vrindavan what happens the associates the gopas fight with krishna and krishna becomes defeated hmm. because not that krishna is uh, purposefully def uh, being defeated but the gopas are very much powerful so he does not like that hmm. he likes but at the same time he does not like because the gopas defeat him so he sends the vaikuntha vashes to material world and then he defeats them hmm. so uh, so as it is mentioned this canto specifically uh, begins with third canto where uh, sorry and then in that canto what happens hiranaksha is born lord brahma explains about hiranaksha so there are two hiranaksha which are mentioned from different manvantaras from the first manvantara when brahma created different different living entities the first thing brahma created was anyone remembers from third canto what was the first thing brahma creates when he creates the again from brahma's past time he is born on lotus feet uh, lotus flower he does not know what is his purpose he does, goes into meditation he hears the sound of tapa goes into meditation and then he has darshan of the lord and then he begins to create so at that moment what is the first thing he creates kumaras Kuma, sorry kumaras yes the first living entity he creates is kumaras but there is one more thing which he creates before that by which everyone remains in the material world the material world yes but what after that sorry Mahal. loudly loudly the three modes of material nature it's already there and then brahma is born but there is one thing which brahma creates which makes everyone stay in the material world ignorances the five kind of ignorances tamah tamas tamishra anda tamishra and one more moha something like that hmm? so five uh, ignorances are created by brahma first hmm? and then the four kumaras are created hmm? so why why the five kind of ignorances are created so that everyone forgets that they are eternal associates of the lord and they try to they are made to believe they are put into the illusion that this world is real and this body is i and mine everything belong to this body uh, is mine so this is what is first created and then as prabhu mentioned uh, brahma creates the four kumaras and when he asks the kumaras to create progeny help him in the process of progeny they just refuse they said we are not interested in becoming entangled into this material world and they are gnanis they are the gnana incarnation of the lord so they are not interested and brahma becomes angry these are my children and they are not listening to me when the children don't listen we become little bit angry and from that anger rudra manifest lord shiva manifest 12 kinds of rudra manifest and then brahma creates vak and then brahma creates 
satarupa swambu manuen satarupa and then so there is a question asked by parikshit maharaj what happens please explain what happens after the creation of swambu manuen satarupa so at that point uh uh muni is explaining that uh when Brahma creates Swambhu Manu and Satarupa, they see that the earth is not there, it has sunk into the ocean. So, uh, they ask Lord Brahma to retrieve this uh, earth from the ocean. And then Lord Varaha manifests from the nostrils of Brahma and he goes and retrieves the earth from the ocean. But this is happening in the first Manvantara. But then, Maitre Muni also explains about what happens in the sixth Manvantara when, when Varhadev kills Hiranaksha. And then the entire pastime of Hiranaksha is also explained. So that's where the pastime of Hiranaksha begins. And then in the sixth canto, again, at the end, the killing of Hiranaksha and Hiranakashipu are mentioned. At that point, uh, Parishit Maharaj asked the question, isn't this pious, uh, like biased, the Lord is biased towards the demoniac asuras and he's taking the side of uh, dem uh, demigods and he's killing the, but Lord is supposed to be neutral. Hmm? So at that moment, uh, Sukhda Goswami mentions that it is not because of taking the side. Everyone enjoys and destroys hmm, by the modes he is cultivating. So if we cultivate the mode of goodness, what happens? We'll have a long life. What are some of the signs of mode of goodness? Being charitable. What else? Clean. Clean. Cleanliness. Speaks truth. Happy. So all these are... We had a poem in English, early to rise, early to bed, early to rise, makes one happy, wealthy and wise, something like that. Yeah, so this is the sign of people in the mode of goodness. So naturally one who is in the mode of goodness, who is exercising, looking after body, who is eating sattvic food, who is uh, living a sattvic life or good mode of goodness life, then he automatically have a long, longer life. And person who is in the, always living in the mode of passion and ignorance, what is the sign of person living in mode of ignorance? Lazy, sleeps a lot, fights a lot. Sorry, he's always in distress. Sorry, eats abominable things which are not supposed to be eaten. So tamasic food or. Uh, uh, Rajsik food, so makes you mode of be in the mode of passion ignorance. So one who lives a life mode of passion or ignorance, his life is diminished. So Sukhda Goswami explains that one lives a longer or shorter life depending on what modes he is cultivating. It's not the Lord has made this system. Prakriti, kriya mana. So sorry, Lord has created this material world. And it, has, it is running on a particular system. So if one, however one does, uh, acts in this material world, he will get the results depending on his activities. Mm. So uh, it is explained uh, by uh, Sukhda Goswami that one has got a longer or shorter life depending on his own modes that he is 
cultivating. And then he explains about the same uh, description, uh, same question asked by Yudhishthir Maharaj to Narad Muni. Because as we hear uh, in this uh, verse, so Jay and Vijay appear as Hiranaksha and Hiranakashipu in their first birth. So they had given an option whether to live as a demon for three births or to live as devotees for seven births. What would you prefer? So they preferred three births. Why? As demons or enemies of the Lord? Yeah, because this is the natural desire of the devotee to be reinstated in the service of the Lord as soon as possible. They did not want to leave the service of the Lord for a longer time. So they are so much attached to their service that they want to go back as quicker as possible, even at the cost of them being suffering or being killed by the Lord in the material world. So they chose three births and go back. Actually, as Kesha Prabhu was explaining yesterday, they had to take one more birth. So the first birth was Hiranaksha and Hiranakashipu. The second birth was Ravana and Kumbhakarana. Third birth was Shishupala and Dantavakra. And the fourth birth was Jaga and Madaya. So we see all these births, uh, Hiranakashipu was, uh, had to be killed. Why? What, what was the bad quality in him? What was the bad quality of Hiranakashipu? Anger, yes. What, what brings anger? What causes one to be angry? De desire, attachment, yes. What else? Sorry, envy, envy, lust, greed, pride. When one is very powerful, and we see in this case, Hiranakashipu became the most powerful personality in this universe. He wanted to take the position of Lord Brahma. So he performed austerity and pleased Lord Brahma and asked him for the benediction that, what are the, some of the benedictions that he asked for? He can't be killed. First, first benediction he asked for, he can't be killed by anyone who has been created by Lord Brahma. So no person who has been created can kill him. So no demigod, no demon can kill him. He cannot be killed on land or in sky, by not by any of the weapons, astra or sastra. By any of the weapons he cannot be killed. What else? In the day, nor in the day, nor in the, at night nor inside the house, nor outside the house. And uh, this is the beauty of Lord. Lord fulfilled all those conditions. So Lord keeps the word of His devotees. So Lord kept the word of Brahma, at the same time Lord kept the word of whom? Who is the second devotee whom Lord satisfied? kept the word of, sorry? Prahlad Maharaj or Narad Muni as well. Hmm? Prahlad Maharaj. Hmm? So when Prahlad Maharaj could see uh, the Lord everywhere and Hiranakashipu asked if he's everywhere, he is omnipresent as you mentioning, he should be in this pillar. Why is he not in present, present in front of me? Is he there in this pillar? I'll smash this pillar hmm? if he's in this pillar. and. Uh, uh, Prahlad Maharaj just nodded and saw at that pillar and he could see the Lord actually in that pillar. And when Hiranakashipu struck the pillar with his fist, a roaring sound appeared where even the three 
that sound crossed the three worlds and everyone, it is mentioned even the elephants who were there started crying when hearing that sound of a lion, kind of a roaring. That was the power of the sound. So, uh, the Lord fulfilled all the words of Brahma and killed. He killed Hiranakashipu uh, at, at the Sandhya, which is neither day nor night, on the doorway, so that it was not inside, outside. He kept him on his lap, so he was neither in sky nor on land. He killed with his own nails, which are neither living nor dead. So, and it is not part of any weapons. And he is also not created by Brahma. So he is half man, half lion. He is neither an animal, he is nor an human. And so he fulfilled all the conditions. And also he fulfilled the uh, uh, the statement of Prahlad Maharaj that is present everywhere. Also he fulfilled Narad Muni's prediction that no one can kill. Narad Muni predicted no one can kill Prahlad. So when Hirana Kashipu tried to kill Prahlad, he saved him, he appeared in front of him. So this is the position of the Lord. So we see uh, the entire Bhagavatam, there are different different topics. Uh, the ten topics mentioned are Atra Sarga Visargascha, Sthanam Poshana Uthaya, Manvantara Esha Nukata, Niroda Muktir Ashraya. So, these ten topics, each of the cantos exemplify, it's not that they're uh, exclusively exemplifying that topic, but they exemplify majority of that topic. So, the seventh canto, what uh, subject matter does, does it exemplify? Sorry? Poshanam, yes, but more than Poshanam. Poshanam is there throughout the Bhagavatam, but more than uh, Poshanam, it is Uttahaya. Uttahaya means, what does Uttahaya mean? Sarga means creation. Sarga, Visharga means secondary creation. Sarga, Visharga, Atra Sarga, Visharga, Sthanam. Sthanam means positioning of the planetary system, we will hear more uh, or we have heard it in fifth canto, sthanam, poshanam, poshanam means protection, so protection is there throughout, sixth canto is the poshanam, where the Lord the, in the form of holy name protects Ajamil, so poshanam, fifth canto is and also Lord protects Bharat Maharaj, even though he falls down, then he is protected in the form of deer and uh, as Brahmana, he has been given the uh, memory. So he's been protected. So six canto example is Poshanam. Then Uttaya. Uttaya means inclination. So seventh canto exemplifies inclination. So how does it exemplify inclination? Because there are two types of inclination, auspicious and inauspicious. And what does inclination mean? What does inclination mean? That's right. It's a desire which manifests to some reaction. So that is inclination. So when one becomes so in auspicious and inauspicious inclinations result in pious and impious activities. So the inauspicious inclination of Hiranakashipu were caused by the anger of four Kumaras. So why was Hiranakashipu 
a demon why did he had to take why jay had to take the body of hiranyakashipu because that was caused by the anger of the four kumaras and what was the cause of uh, prahlad maharaj's inclination being a devotee what made prahlad maharaj the pure devotee of lord prahlad maharaj mentions to the uh, all the classmates hmm? when classmates are how come you got this knowledge how do you know all these things about devotional service and then prahlad maharaj replies that when my mother was my father had gone to perform austerity and my mother was kidnapped or arrested by the demigods at that moment they were going to kill my mother and i was within the womb at that moment narad muni stopped the demigods from killing my mother and took my mother to her to his ashram and then he spoke the philosophy he spoke the uh, uh, devotional shastras to the to my mother my mother couldn't remember anything but i was hearing within the womb and from there from the womb of my mother i heard all the bhakti shastras so that's how i got all this knowledge so this auspicious inclination of prahlad maharaj was created by the association of narad muni so this is how uh, this canto seventh canto is known as inclination of uh, hiranyakashipu and prahlad maharaj which is completely contradictory one is a demon and the other is a pure devotee so it is mentioned that uh, in ishopanishad it is mentioned the lord in the eighth mantra it is mentioned ana viryam suddham apapa viddam so the lord is without veins the body of the lord as it is they are mentioning uh, the lord appeared from the pillar how can a lord appear from a pillar without a parent usually even uh, lord when he appears he accepts a parent but here we see narsimha dev appeared from a pillar when krishna was born he accepted vasudev and devki or nanda maharaj and yashoda maya as the parent and appeared from the womb but here narsimha dev is appearing from a pillar which is a non living thing a material thing so it is mentioned the lord is uh, there are many forms of the lord and of many of the forms some of the forms are known as purnam like lord krishna himself lord balram lord ram and lord narsimha they are known as the purnam form of the lord so when the lord appears as purnam they don't have to follow the etiquettes of the material world they don't have to follow the they up, they manifest their full potency they manifest their full potency in terms of they can do anything and everything which is beyond the jurisdiction of this material world so all these personalities they manifested in different different forms and lord appeared from the pillar so and it is mentioned anaviryam the senses of the lord the body of the lord is not like the senses of the material person it does it is without veins as ishopanishad mentions anaviryam it is without veins it does not it is not made out of blood and muscles and uh, all these material elements hmm. what does lord brahma say uh, in uh, brahma samhita first verse f- first verse of fifth fifth chapter what is the verse 
Ishwara, Parama, Krishna, Sachid, Ananda, Vigraha. So Lord Brahma is saying, the body of the Lord is Sachid, Ananda, Vigraha. It is not made out of material elements. It is Sachid, Ananda, which is completely transcendental. So the Lord can appear from anywhere. And He is Suddham, Apapa, Viddham. So when Lord uh, kills anyone, it is auspicious. And Apapa, Viddham, He is not Himself contaminated by it. Even though in the last section we saw that when after Lord killed uh, Hiranakashipu, he took his intestine from his stomach, put it on his, made a garland, put it on his neck, and he was his blood was covered with blood. His body was covered with hands and body were covered with blood, but still he looked the most beautiful. It is like the example is given when a lion kills an elephant, is fully covered in blood but at the but at the same time he still like a king so similarly lord narsingadev when he killed hiranakashipu he was covered in blood and pus and everything intestine and everything but still he was looking very beautiful and he, his eyes were blazing like fire his uh, tongue was licking the sides of his lips so he, he was looking ferocious but at the same time he was very beautiful so it, it is as it is mentioned, he is a papa with them, Suddham a papa with them. He does not become contaminated. The Lord does not become contaminated by the material elements. Uh, elements. And then it is mentioned in that same verse, Yatha tatho artham vyadash sashvatam sambhavam, sambhaya. And he fulfills the desire of everyone since time immemorial. So the Lord has been fulfilling the desire of each and every living entity since time immemorial, directly or indirectly. So whatever desires we have will be fulfilled by the Lord. If, and this is one of the reasons why everyone does not go back home back to Godhead. If that is the uh, place which is eternal, which is full of happiness, uh, which is the best place to be, why don't we get the visa um, to that place? Hmm? Because we want to be here, we don't have the desire to go there. Hmm? Because we think this place is not bad. Hmm? We are enjoying. We are enjoying festivals. We are enjoying uh, good food. Hmm? We are enjoying good association, hmm? and we don't have the taste for that other world. Hmm? So that is the reason we are still here. The Lord fulfills the desire of everyone since time immemorial. But of course, as devotees. Devotees are here not just to enjoy their senses, but to preach and try to get as many living entities out of this material world. Okay, I'll stop here. Uh, if anyone has got any questions or comments. Yes, Prabhu. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhu. So Prabhu, as you said that um, up to three lifetime, uh, Jai Vijay was like uh, demons and then fourth lifetime they came with Jagai Magai. So there has been big gap between that, like say Ramana and uh, Dantavakra, uh, no, Susupal and Dantavakra and afterwards. So what in between they were doing Jagai Magai? Yeah, so it might feel like there is a big gap according to our time frame, but it's a very short time frame. If you look at the life of Brahma, it's just like a 
uh, in the third canto again it is explained uh, when the universe is manifest from the body of Mahavishnu and when he breathes, exhales, the universe is manifest and when he inhales, the universe is going. How much time does it take for the exhale and inhale of Mahavishnu? It is mentioned Nimisha Matrena, the time which takes to blink an eye mm. of Mahavishnu. So right. it just goes and comes. So it might seem for us it's a long time frame, but it's very short. That's the first point. Second point, when uh, these personalities, they appear in the material world. We can see at least there is some time frame which is there. So they reside in the body of Mahavishnu for that time frame. And then they again manifest into the pastimes. Mm. So is it like uh, the time frame from Lord's perspective is very small, but from our perspective is very, very long? That's right. It, mm. But as we see Shishupal, what happened to the uh, body of Shishupal when he, when Lord killed him? What happened to his soul? He must be the body of the Lord. That's right. He entered into the body of the yeah. Lord and then again appears as mm. another uh, living entity when the time comes. So during that time frame, they remain within the body of the Lord. Right. So it is also. But so it's very small compared to we might think it's a. Uh, hundreds and thousands of years, but mm -hmm. it's not that long uh, according to the Lord's perspective. Yeah. So they merge into the body of the Lord and then they appear again in the past times. Yeah. Yeah. And now, Ras, you mentioned that uh, where Jai uh, Vijay realizes that now Lord wants to fight, his body is itching, and then they subsequently, they commit this offense and then they come into this material world. Um, so all this pastime happened just to give that pleasure, that fighting pleasure to the Lord. But also there is another aspect that when Hiranyakasipu created so much havoc, he killed so many innocent elements. Can it be said that just to fulfill the Lord's desire, so many innocent people we are killed, so much people have to gone through misery, struggle, and etc. So how to see this? How to reconcile this? Yeah. So Lord uses uh, his pastimes to rectify the devotees. At the same time, if you look at from the other perspective, even if Lord had not appeared, would that people would have lived forever? No. No, they were going to be killed. But after Lord performed these pastimes, how many people become attracted to Lord Narsingadev? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so many people. Yeah, so the pastimes of the Lord are to attract living entities. Mm -hmm. So every time the, the devotee hears this pastime, at the end of this uh, section, you will hear a falasruti. Mm -hmm. So when you hear, when you remember, when you study these pastimes, you get benefits or benedictions where you can go back home back to Godhead. When you hear the pastime of Prahlad Maharaj, you go back home back to Godhead. So that is why Lord performs. Just by maybe 100, 200 or 1000 or few thousand people were killed or maybe 100,000 people were killed. Mm -hmm. But millions of people have been benefited by hearing this pastime. Yeah. And they were going to be killed anyways. Yeah. So Lord uses his pastimes to uh, deliver the living entities. And even though those personalities were killed because of their participating in the Lord's pastime, they also get benefited. Wow. It is mentioned all those people who were present on the battle of Kurukshetra mm, war, they all became liberated. No. At least they got the position of heaven, they got a position in the heavenly planet. That was a minimum. But most of them became liberated. They got Vaikuntha Loka. 
so this is the benediction of participating in the pastime of the lord it means eventually everyone has to die but during the course of his life somehow other he gets attracted towards lords that is the success of life and that's, that's what right. like through all the pastime that's right uh, we see this theme common yeah. theme like even the uh, yeah, so also. lord performs his pastime uh, as krishna mentions in bhagavad gita so yada yadai dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata vidam dharmasya atmanam sujamya जगमाताय and as we understand that we all have a primary rasa with the lord does their rasa change when they came into lord chaitanya's pastime because lord chaitanya came to give material ras when they came into that pastime even though they were fighting with the lord initially but when they became purified and attained the mercy of the lord did they change their rasa with the lord generally the rasa does not change mm-hmm. so if uh, so after that pastime they go back to their position as jain vijay because that is uh the eternal rasa so the eternal rasa does not change even though they pass, participate in the past time and same with uh uh hanuman who appeared as murari gupta in chetana mahaprabhu's past time but he still uh eternal rasa is with lord ram so he goes back to ayodhya he does not go back to uh vaikun or golakvindan yes bro Prabhu, you mentioned that uh, how uh, when the life is comfortable, you have devotee association, festivals, um, and the des- the desire is not there to go back. How to intensify that desire to go back to uh, back to Godhead? Yes, same process. Uh, for devotees, uh, they don't mind even if they are in the material world, because their desire is to please the Lord by. preaching his message so uh, even though it might apparently appear externally they are suffering but internally they don't have any suffering so they are engaged in the service of the lord it's interesting uh, anyways we won't go into that section but uh, re- read the section uh, 10th canto 14 chapter uh after brahma's prayers uh parishit maharaj asked a question what made the uh vraja gopis the elderly gopis to become attracted to krishna more than their own son generally we see uh, mothers are attached to their own children but in the past time of uh, vraja the mothers were attracted more to krishna than their own son mm-hmm. when everyone used to come back from after uh, being out in the forest they used to come back to uh, vrindavan the mothers used to look for krishna not for their own son mm. so what made that so it's explained in uh, from 49 to 58 verse something uh, it is mentioned in that chapter so read that mm. uh, that is a nice uh, section where uh, uh, sukhdev goswami then explains mm. so when one has got i'll just say the conclusion when one has got more attraction for the lord and understands that this body 
is not real, hmm? the Lord is the center of everything, then one becomes automatically detached from everything material and or material relationships and is attached to the Lord. Yeah, so he is nothing to do with material elements, he'll, he'll be more attached to the Lord because he understands Lord is the center and his relationship with the Lord is eternal. So if when one realizes that, doesn't matter uh, what you are going through in the material world, he will not be affected by that. Hare Krishna Prabhu, um, if somebody is very deeply engrossed in mode of ignorance and passion, as most of the people in Kali Yuga are, mm. and uh, whatever little bit they are doing that they are thinking they are doing great thing in their life. So uh, in this situation, what is the possibility like how these people like who are very deeply engrossed in ignorance, passion and still thinking we are doing something great, they can uh, get any any chance of their deliverance Prabhuji? Yeah, definitely everyone has got a chance. Shravantam Swakata Krishna Bhagavatam says, Shravantam Swakata Krishna Pune Shravana Kirtana Ridayantastu Abhadrani Vidunoti Shuharat Satam. So just by hearing the message of, so by the constant hearing, so the way we, way Srila Prabhupada did was, he gave Gulab Jamuns. So if one is not able to hear, then you give Gulab Jamuns. But if one becomes receptive, then you preach or uh, let him hear lectures or Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita, the message of God. And by that, it will purify the heart. And he will come to the mode of goodness. Suhrit Satam. And then, Tadrajastamo Bhava Kamalo Bhaschaya Chetayatayar Anavidham Stitam Satvay Prashiddhati. So all the lower modes of passion and ignorance will disappear from the heart of that devotee. As an irrevocable fact. So Bhagavatam mentions that. You had a question? Hare Krishna Prabhu, one thing. Because I am especially very much affected by these lower modes. Is there any Everyone particular is. tip that I should follow? Yes, Shravantam Swakata Krishna. So we hear and chant. So uh, as devotees, uh, we have the best thing we can do is try to chant more attentively. The more we develop the taste for chanting, the more we uh, uh, develop love for the holy name, the more we become purified. So, try to chant attentively, that is the process Srila Prabhupada gives us. And of course, everything else, follow for regulatory principles, chant a number of, a fixed number of rounds, try to chant in the early morning. Prabhupada uh, was asked, in San, when he first went to San Francisco, he got off the flight, and this is the first time he was sitting on the plane. So, he was looking outside and uh, he had uh, his disciple, one of the disciples, who was he? Um, one of the disciples was there and he was telling his disciple, look how these uh, buildings, tall uh, skyscraper buildings look like matchboxes. Imagine what the material world would look like from Krishna's perspective. Mm. And then when he landed, uh, he was, he did not know what to expect. Mm. But when he landed, there was a roaring, even though he was not able to see, there is an alleyway which was passing through. And as soon as they, all the devotees saw that, uh, the flight had landed, they started loud kirtan. And then while Prabhupada was walking out of that alley and he could hear the kirtan sound and he was feeling so happiness, so much of happiness in the heart. And when he came, he was looking at each and every devotee as if personally greeting them. 
all of them were new faces. Only some of them he knew. So then he was taken to the area where he was sitting and he was dancing and all the devotees were doing kirtan, loud kirtan, and then there was a press reporter. He asked, what is your philosophy? What is the process? And uh, Srila Prabhupada said, our process is very simple. Rise early in the morning, chant your rounds, participate in here Bhagavatam, here Krishna Katha, and that is it, eat prasadam, and follow the four regulatory principles. So he just gave this simple philosophy. And that is why he has created this morning program. Right in the morning when you try to attend, and I can uh, uh, tell for myself, like for a long period I was not able to attend the morning program, but from last couple of months I have been able to attend. So that is giving a, a big boost in the consciousness. Like you can see like the consciousness changes as soon as you finish your rounds in the morning and then you perform your daily uh, duties. The consciousness is very different. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned how Jai and Vijay took four baths as demons. Um, Hiranyakashipu, Ravan and Kumbhakara and Jagai and Madai. Um, Prabhuji, what we see Hiranyakashipu out of all the demons was very, like the most demoniac. And Ravan and Kumbhakara weren't as demoniac as Hiranyakashipu. No, they were demoniac, but yeah, continue. Hiranyakashipu wanted to kill his own son. Um, so, Prabhuji, is there any like significant mention in like Bhagavatam, like to tell why a demon, why one of the demons are so demonic and why the other demon is not? Yeah, so? it's the power of the age. Hmm. So, as the age progresses, people become what is the verse? Prayana alpa yusha sabha kala vasmin yuge jana manda sumanda mataya manda bhagya upadruta. So, as the age progresses, the people's Capabilities decrease, their age decreases, they are not as powerful. So similarly, uh, if Hiranyakashipu was to be here, he would see like, these are already weak, dead people, he would not be interested. So they are going to die anyways. They are not even worth using for the sake. As it is mentioned, he was using all these demigods in his service, all the Kim Purusas or someone, uh, Charanas. Charanas were used to carry his palanquin. What would be the palanquin of Hiranyakashipu? When once uh, Narad Muni took Ravana mm, and showed him a big mountain of gold, right? And he said, this is you in your previous birth as Hiranyakashipu and this was your earring which fell off when uh, uh, Dev killed you. Mm. So compare Ravana to the big mountain which was earring of Hiranyakashipu. So as the age progresses, even the demons, they appear to the suitable for that age. Thank you, Prabhupada. Okay, we'll stop here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki Jai Shila Prabhupada ki Jai. Like a big mountain.
like that earring. Mm. That was the size of you know, Kashiko and Ravan. Yeah. So suitable for the age, the demons are also. Yeah. Once I was talking to someone, he came from Kurukshetra. Yeah. About this point, the size decreases. And then he gave that money ah, to this Kurukshetra, and then he saw that there is still that that the wheel are there. The wheel of the rath are still there. Kurukshetra. Hmm. He said that the wheel of the rath is still there. Taller than his his size. Yeah. So like current wave yeah. in a flow of that. Krishna was something 12 feet. Hmm? Krishna was 12 feet. 12 feet. 